Welcome back to Wake Up Winden, the podcast taking you through season three of Dark, Netflix's Dark. Welcome back to the show. I've got uh, my co-host Jer today joining me from Chicago. Jer, good to have you back on the show. Brian, thanks for having me. Excited to be back. So we last talked in season one and now so much has happened and we're going to talk about season three, episode two, uh, The Survivors. And we're back in the, um, the other world, the main world that we've been in for so much of Dark, right, Jer? Yep, yep, absolutely. And how have you been enjoying the first two episodes of season three? Great, great, really enjoyed them. Uh, I, I'm excited to talk about episode two. I think episode two was was a really good episode, uh, and I'm excited to, to, to dive right in. Yeah, and me and Jer were talking a little bit before the show. You know, so much happens in this episode. It's a great episode. And we get the family tree at the end, and we are going to talk about that family tree. It's going to be a part of the show at the end. But in case you didn't, um, you know, pause on it or you don't want to know what it says as of this moment, we'll, we'll keep that stuff for the end. But there are some amazing revelations in there. So we're going to save that talk for the end. Yeah, uh, I think that's the way to do it. So we'll, 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 uh, we'll let the listeners know to kind of be mindful at that point, right? Yep, definitely. So, otherwise, we'll just take it from the beginning of the episode, and we'll talk about uh, all things that are happening in the Darkverse. So, um, you know, I'm trying to, Jared, it's like tough, because like I want to, I don't, I, I want to see every episode, but I, I've only seen the first two, and I want to kind of space it out and save it, but I also want to cover it, so, you know, it's, it's a tough balance. It is. Oh, it, it absolutely is. Um, you know, I've, I've watched episodes one, two, and three. Um, and I've, I've watched uh, the second episode twice because I knew that we were going to talk about it. Um, but, you know, you want to kind of go slow, but it's just so hard when the Netflix shows, like, all the episodes, you have access to them all right away. And <laughs> it's, it's so tempting, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, yeah, I want to go through and see all of them. But um, I want to talk to, like, um, yeah, I want to talk and, like, try to make predictions. So, like, I don't want to get too far ahead. And um, I know, um, I know that's kind of t- I know that's 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 kind of the tough thing, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, but let's talk about episode two, and yeah, we won't have any spoilers for any of the future episodes, and like we said, yeah. we will talk about the family tree at the end. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jer. So we start off with a familiar scene of Jonas and Marta together in bed, and yeah. um, difference this time is is it Marta in the new world that's dreaming about this right now? She's got bangs, right? It, it, it's the new world Marta, which makes me feel that it's something that's going to happen, right? It's something that we haven't seen. Because I, I don't think it's the Marta from the world we know. I think it's the um, Marta from the world without Jonas. Do you, do you agree or disagree with that, that take? I agree with you. I think, like, what we're meant to believe is that, you know, Marta is just Jonas in this world, right? And that... Right. Uh, she's just everything that happened to Jonas to a certain extent is going to happen to Marta. Um, right. So I do think it was the Marta from the other worlds, and like uh, you know, it's just how everything's interconnected, and you can't escape anything. Everything's just going to happen again and again, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But do you think that uh, Jonas will sleep with that Marta? Yeah, I, I definitely yeah, do. Right? Yeah, I do too. Yeah, and I just don't feel like we've seen that yet. We, we don't know how that comes to be, but I think it will happen as well. And, and part of what leads me to believe that is when, in the end of season two, when she comes in after the other Martha has been killed, she kisses Jonas right away. 
Like, she has an affection towards him that's, like, not yet established for a Marta that has, that comes from a world that doesn't have Jones, right? Mm-hmm. So, so you, you kind of have that, like, something had to create that, right? Yeah. And it, so you, you feel like this is something that's going to happen in the future. They're, they're, they're kind of alluding to it that's a foreshadowing of some sort, right? Absolutely, in the way that he, um, you know, that she says that he, uh, she's sorry to him. It's just like how Jonas talks in the other world. Um, and yep. you can tell she cares for him. So yep. I definitely think they're going to, there'll probably be a whole episode about how their, uh, their, their history and how, what happens to them and uh, how Killian is uh, uh, done away with. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just shocked by Killian. Did you know Killian was in season one, I, I found out? Did you did you notice that I I didn't go back and look at that? Um, I just saw a comment um, that he was in season one and like he was just like one of the um, actors in the play. That's funny. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I don't I don't remember him. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I need to go back, but he's certainly a main main point in season three, at least a little bit. You know. <laughs> yeah, he definitely was in the first episode. He's you know Marta's new boy. In the first episode, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, after after we see the dream sequence, you know, she's washing her hands, um, and, you know, that's something that, like, a lot of characters need to do in this episode, is wash their hands, right? Yep, yep. It, it definitely happens quite a bit. Yeah, uh, Jonas is still carrying the blood from Marta uh, through this episode. Right, yeah. right. He's just, yeah, he, he, he doesn't, I mean, yeah, he just kind of, he's, that doesn't seem to bother him. You think if you would have gone into the school... You know, you would just find a bathroom and just get that done, right? But no, no thought on that. He's just trying to figure things out um, and just not not paying attention to that. <laughs> yeah, he's just so wrapped. Uh, it's tough, tough for him to uh, do anything right now. I think to even process what's going on to him. Yeah. 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 Um. So, um, the new Jonas, uh, the Jonas in 1888, because that's where we are with Mar- Martha. Jared, yeah. do you watch? Uh, do you watch Shit's Creek at all? Uh, I've, I've seen maybe one or two episodes. I ca- the new Jonas looks like Mutt from season one of Shit's Creek, and I—that's what he was in my notes. I just kept writing Mutt in the Maya. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> but he's a character. I think he's the boyfriend of um, Alexis in the first season, and he looks just like her, like like him. Excuse okay. me. Like like that guy. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Yeah, with his new haircut and you know the beard, but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he tells her to get changed and like uh, to time appropriate clothes because now they're in the eighteen eighties. Yeah, yeah, and I remember it's, um, you know, there's a lot going on with the Martha from the Jonas, the world without Jonas, and the Jonas that's the stranger, right? Or the Jonas that's the stranger. Um, what's interesting, and I, I don't know, I don't want to bury the lead, but at some point during the episode, he tells her, like, you know, what are you doing? Because you never came and saw me when I was younger. And he doesn't remember that. And I think it's very important to talk about the ramifications of that. Maybe I'm, I'm jumping too soon, but that's okay. Maybe, um, so something changed, right? Like that's right. Yeah. So it, it feels like very much for the, the majority of the show, things happen and they're all, and everyone kind of like turns to the camera and they go, yeah, this is the way that it's always happened. Like, you know, it's like, there's a fate, right? And it's, it's, um, you know, it's just always going to play out the same way. But this seems to be unique in the fact that Stranger Jonas does not remember her coming to him. And we've seen it happen. So 
are we now looking at a new experience? Is this a new world? Is this kind of, have things changed, right? And that, that's the real question. Yeah, this could be a divergent path where Adam doesn't have control over it and other things might happen that, you know, haven't been predicted because everything so far has been so somewhat predicted, right? Correct, correct. So now we have where Adam's not in control. I'll be interested to see. Um, I, I would love to see Adam like on his heels, you know, uh, some, have him react yeah. to something that uh, he didn't expect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I also totally agree and would love to see <laughs> uh, so we'll have to stay tuned we have six episodes after this one to see um mm-hmm. so we get you know bartosh magnus and fran and they're all in their 1888 uh, uh attire correct yeah they've assimilated right uh, um they they look they look comfortable in their new garbs they have a boss who comes in at some point um and and he's kind of a newer character right yeah um and, and we, we find out at some point he's a Tanner House, right? Yep. Um, and this is his factory, right? So it's Tanner House machinery. Um, and, you know, we don't learn a whole lot about him, but we get a little bit about him, right? Um, and we see it on the top of his cane. It's got a saying, right? Um, that we all know that I'm, and uh, it's the Latin. Sigmundus creatus est. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Yeah. So we're like, oh, maybe this is where it's all coming from, right? <laughs> yeah, it has to start here. I mean, it's so crazy. Like, because you think they're sent back so far in time, you know, who could they have as children that will be in the story later on too? So, um, yeah, there's just so much to to think about with the past, and uh, uh, yeah, you get the he's he's got the top hat and he's got the um, the eyes, right? They, they, I think they call him a blind man at some point in this episode. Yes. Yes, and he is blind. Um, but uh, you know, it's what's interesting is he's got the, the you know his his blind eyes. Uh, he's got two of them, right? So he's, he's fully blind. But uh, um, it seems like in the future, Elizabeth has one of them, right? She's got a blue eye like that as well. It's a good catch. Um, she does have an eye like that, the kind of like the misty, the misty uh, portion of it. And um, I'd be interested to see right. if that. Right. Does she take it from him? Oh my gosh! Yeah, is that a connection somehow? You know, because in other versions of herself, she's got two eyes that look the same, right? And then all of a sudden, in the future, she kind of has, you know, different color eyes. And obviously, dark is often very focused in on eyes, right? Claudia's got two different eyes, right? And it's often made reference. So, you know, they're, they're clearly focusing in on things like that. And I wonder how that'll kind of play out as the season. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that is, I hadn't thought about that before, but I'm glad you alerted me to that one. Um, so, um, you know, besides that storyline, we've got Katarina checking in in 1987. And I was, that was one of the questions I had before the season started was what's going to happen to her because she was in the cave and I guess she got through the Sigmundus portal and she was able to make it to 87. Yeah. And somehow she like, okay. Did the Conwells not lock their doors? Like, she's living in the Conwell residence, like, in the 80s. It, it's just, like, it was, the first time I watched this episode, I had to watch it again. Um, but the one part that was, was very confusing to me was the the scene with her waking up in the Conwell house and being like, why are you there? And then why are the flyers? It didn't make any sense. And then I watched it again, and it actually made a ton of sense. And it seems like she went back to their house, 
it makes sense. She knew she knew where to go. Just to find them. That all makes sense to me. I guess they left the door unlocked because now she's living there. But then the flyers that were, you know, he's missing again. I'm like, he's missing again in the 80s? Like, we, we know where he is. But, you know, it comes later in the episode. You find out, you know, it's child protective services. It's, you know, they're reacting to Ulrich and him trying to take him back to the cave, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, him being uh, Mikhail or Michael. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, I was just so thrown off when I watched. I've only seen it once, but I, I was absolutely thrown off, and I didn't know what to make of Katarina uh, living there. I think what I had to remember is, okay, three months have passed, and then once they explained the story a little bit more, it makes sense, because I was thinking that Mikkel, um, I was thinking, like, as a viewer, like, no, that didn't happen. I know Mikkel, like, Mikkel went on to become Michael. He didn't go missing in the yeah, 80s. Yeah. So right. you're like you're like no you're wrong like the, the TV show is wrong they need to figure this out like yeah exactly I I felt the same way and then I had to think more about it and reflect on it and then kind of understood oh this does make sense yeah and I don't know about you did you think like at all like um I think it becomes clear as the episode goes along what world we're in but like was there any like questions you had like okay what world are we in like as you went scene by scene um no because at least for me it was all right because they do a really good job of indicating they're switching worlds by doing that whole like sucked in screen yeah do you know what i mean yes like the powerpoint presentation no <laughs> had, had they not done the I, I don't know if i'm calling it right but the sucked in screen yeah, really the transition identifies the fact that you're traveling between the worlds yeah and that that's helped me out quite a bit yes i got that by the end of the episode when they did that transition um I think, I and there was a little bit of argument like online that I when I was just like researching about this episode, but like some people were saying that the Yana Trot scene, they were wondering the very first one where they're at the party, they were wondering yeah. what world that was in. But like you said, no transition, no sucking motion. So no. yeah, that's that's the one we've always known and, and come to love, right? That's that's our, our original world um, that that's happening and. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's more of a funeral, right? It's not... It's oh, not wait. Or a, a, a wake. What did I call it? Did I say it was a party? I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was not a party. It was a wake. I mean, it's a celebration of life. Yeah. Um, for Mads. Um, although they don't for sure know what happened to him because he's missing. The coffin's empty. They make references to it, but... Um, probably not necessarily a party. No, no. There's quite a bit of drinking going on. John is definitely doing some drinking. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. It's, uh, it's the time. At one point, um, uh, Tronti kind of takes away the alcohol and she gets real fired up. Oh, yeah. Um, probably a mistake on his part. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tronti is, like, yeah, like, uh, irredeemable <laughs> at some parts of this episode. Like, uh, um, I know that he... I know, like, I mean, we could talk about it at the end, like, he does, like, he kills Regina, but he does that apparently for Claudia so that she'll live again, but Chauncey, like, I just, I've never really liked him, and now, like, I, I still don't like him after this episode. I don't know. What do you think? You know, he doesn't, I, I feel like maybe they they had more of him in season one and two when he got edited out, because he's so heavy in this episode, but we don't really have strong feelings for him. Right, I, I mean, going into it, do you do you like or dislike, or are you kind of, um, you know, uh, I guess indifferent when it comes to Tronti? Yeah, I would. Like, how do you feel going into this episode? I would have like, prior to the episode two. I would have been indifferent. Like, um, I know that. 
I, I yeah. would have been the exact same. And, and, and for me, does that mean that we haven't gotten enough of them? Right? I, I mean, like, I feel like if I'm indifferent towards someone, it's probably because I don't know enough. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't been a huge, huge part of the storyline. And, like, I, and like, I think it's indifference bordering on not liking him just because, like, I know how he cheated on Yana. And, like, I've seen, like, how Yana's gone. Like, Yana is just, like, always sad and, like, he's very absent. And some of that's explained with, you know, the time travel uh, things that he knows. But, um, yeah, there's a ton of him in this episode. And, like, I think, like, we never, we don't see him in the 80s a lot in seasons one and two. Briefly, you know. Yeah, very briefly. Yeah. So he's in, like, the first, like, three episodes of, like, season one kind of a lot. But uh, after that, he kind of falls off. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, the, I mean, the scene at the funeral is really interesting. In the fact that you know he calls him out, which is rough, and, and you know, is that a conversation that could happen between a husband and wife at, at home in privacy? Probably is where you want to do that. But if you're going to air your dirty laundry after a couple of drinks, like that, that's your prerogative. But um, what's interesting is she says the one thing. He kind of goes, "I don't know what you're talking about." Takes away the alcohol. And then, then she, like, follows it up with, all right, let me pull out your, your, your briefcase. <laughs> Pours all the contents on the ground, which is, you know, nothing that says anything about Mads, and it's all about fun, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you think he wrote those articles? <laughs> yeah. Do, do you think he wrote those articles, too? He's the new uh, journalist. You know, I, <laughs> I, I think he could have, sure. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that would make sense, right? Yeah. That, that those, those are his articles. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, you think you would have an article about Mads in there, too. <laughs> I mean, you could understand Yana's frustration, I guess. Like, if he's, like, if he, like you said, he's obsessed over Claudia's disappearance. And, like, uh, he, can't, he can't find the energy to search for Mikkel in, in Yana's words. Or not Mikkel, excuse me, Mads. For Mads, yeah. No, oh. I, I, I totally I, <laughs> did that. I mean, it was it was pretty telling, right? Um, and, and and you see it again later in the episode when they're on the couch together. Um, she brings it up. You need to choose, but he starts the conversation with um, talking about how, like, you know, hey, I saw Regina, I gave her a ride, all this other stuff, and then all of a sudden, you know, you kind of realize, man, he's, he's talking to his wife about like the the symbolism of an affair that happened you know, a while ago. And again, it was still going on because he was having sex with Claudia during Madden's disappearance. So it's been going on for a while now. Yeah. And, you know, he's still thinking about it. You know, he's not, he's not coming to her saying like, oh, that was, that was kind of a messed up funeral. Or like, hey, how about when we fought during the middle of everyone being in the living room? Like, it was more about like, hey, did, you know, I saw, I, I saw, uh, Regina and, and I still don't know where Claudia's at. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. It's kind of like crazy. I was wondering why he brought her up too. Um, he's yeah, he, he's just his priorities are just so not in the right place, and that's just like how I feel about the middle aged version of him. Um, I don't yes. know about the older version of him yet, but it does seem like the middle aged version at least uh, he's got some things to work out, right? Totally agree. Totally agree. I, I, you know, I, I, I yeah. I, he just doesn't have much tact talking to his wife either. No, so he's I, terrible. I, I <laughs> and like he like acts like he wants to stay with her, but like you could tell he doesn't. So like he, it's right. just like a, uh, and we know like they do stay together for thirty three years, and we know that Correct. the 
that it doesn't improve, you know, um, right. not really, I don't think. The, 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 the disdain is still there 33 years later. Like, yeah, we see it in season one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's still there. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, it's, there, two two more things I want to say about, like, kind of the culture of Wyndham. Um, the town secrets, right? Like, it's kind of a thing in season one that everybody knows about Ulrich and Hannah, except Katarina. And then yeah. in this one, like, you know, this is how kind of, like, the town secrets maybe get revealed. Um, she just calls them out right there for it. And yeah. then, just like all these men in uh, <laughs> in Wyndham are cheating on their wives. Uh, There's a big theme in uh, Wyndham with that. Yeah, I mean, ABC always be cheating. Yeah, right? that's what it is there, man. I mean, yeah. the men of Wyndon, they're just they're never faithful. Yeah, Ulrich in both worlds, you know? Oh, man, he just can't stop. He can't. I mean, no. he just, he really cannot stop. Yeah, so it's uh, it's tough, man. It's it's not not a good look for any of them. Um, no, but, it is not. Uh, we also see, so like, we're dealing with all these timelines. we got 1888, 1987, now 2020. And we're three months after the apocalypse, yeah. right? And Is there, out of curiosity, I don't mean to interrupt, Brian, but is there any timeline that you get more excited for than others, out of curiosity? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, you know, season like two, one, I think I, I, I liked the 80s and I liked the current time. Now, though... I I don't really like the current. I don't like the apocalypse stuff to be honest. Uh, I really like the characters, and I like the fifties too. But I, I do like the character interactions more, and I feel like the characters. There's not enough characters that I care about in twenty fifty three. So and now in twenty twenty, almost everybody's gone. So I do find myself liking some of the other time periods more. I I would agree with you. Um, you know when. When we're kind of watching Peter and and Ely or, or Elizabeth, mm-hmm. when we're watching them, you're, you're kind of like, I kind of know all this, you know, like you're, you're kind of, um, I feel like those scenes are a little slower mm-hmm. versus the rest of the time periods, especially the parts where we're talking about 1888 or earlier. Those are really interesting. I mean, I, I am glued to the screen yeah. when we get into those time periods. You know, yeah. uh, especially kind of figuring out what that, that group is doing with the older Jonas, Fran, Magnus, and uh, and Bartosz. You know, I, I mean, it's like I can't get enough. Yeah, <laughs> I really can't. Yeah, and I, I like that storyline too. I do, and um, yeah, I would, I would, I like eighteen eighty eight way more than like twenty fifty two. So yeah, the uh, this this those scenes are much better, and um, you know, I like the. Uh, you know the teens are a fun part of the show. I like seeing what they're up to, and they're gonna fit, yep. fit factor in as their older selves too. So, yeah, want to see like how that happens. Um, but yeah, yeah, and I, I like the fifties do have their moments too. I want to say like in the in the season two. I totally agree. Yeah. Oh, they absolutely do. Yeah, um, I think like I mean one of the all time scenes comes from the fifties. I think when Hannah leaves Ulrich uh, in the in the oh. in the prison, I I that scene like really sits with me and like. Uh, man, <laughs> it's crazy. Totally agree. Yeah. That is, I mean, that is a pivotal scene in the entire series. Uh, I mean, when she does that and they have that conversation and and then she kind of turns back to Egon and she's just like, yep, that's not my husband. Wrong guy. Oh. After that, like, deep conversation for 15, 20 minutes and now all of a sudden she's just like, yep, no, no, not him. No, 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 I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to walk away from this one. <laughs> There's some similarities, but no. <laughs> Uh, kind of look like him, but not yeah. really. Yeah. Definitely not my husband. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's wild. Hannah, Hannah's wild. Um, <laughs> okay, so sorry, sorry for that uh, season two digression. But um, yeah. like you said, you know the Ellie and Peter stuff. Um, you, so like we kind of see like how the wall gets uh, put in place, right? They're sealing off the nuclear power plant. Is that? Am I reading that right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think we get the little the, the ray of hope, right, from from Peter and the fact that he doesn't see pictures of oh and by the way we got to talk about this uh we lost wooler oh future really upset i know you see his picture um, so in my mind nothing's gonna get done from here on out. <laughs> 2020 any sort of work that, you know that's gonna happen and and, and winning is just it's just not gonna happen you know we, we lost wooler nothing's gonna get done yeah the the only solace there is that he is alive in the other world at least so hopefully he is, he is. we won't he lose is. the actor <laughs> I, I, I was happy to see him in the other world. Me too. That, that's for sure. And he's working hard there too. You know it. Oh, Taking he's... over the brief. I mean, yeah, he's, he's just always working. Staring he's down. Staring down Ulrich. He know he's got him pegged. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I guess we should mention too. I think we see Alexander. Right, is dead. And we do. And and the uh, the inspector. Clausen. Right? Yep. That's that's the yep. three I have. Yep. yep. And uh, but you're right. It is hopeful because Charlotte is not there and we kind of know that as viewers we know that she transported somewhere and we do find out by the end that she's in 2053 or the future you know yeah um so and then the other thing that's going on in 2020 is claudia is recording the same things that we hear in season two episode one yeah that was a great scene wasn't it i mean i got so excited when i hear her play you know essentially recording things that we heard when um jonas is in the future right you're like oh this sounds so familiar and i remember him listening to this and it's just such an exciting moment um i really liked hearing it yep i love seeing the origin story of all of that and um and then so she's doing that and then regina is you know just i feel so bad for regina she's really struggling and i was wondering um you know how 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 it was going to be with her with, you know, she needed the chemo in the other, in 2020. So, you know, she's got to be just in yeah. terrible shape, you know, she's got to be, yeah. I mean, she's really struggling. Um, and, and you kind of wonder, you know, I'm not a doctor, but you know, is what Claudia is giving her, is it to numb, to numb pain? Is it, you know, medicine to try and help her or, you know, I guess what, what is it? Um, that, that she's trying to do. I, I mean, I assume it's one or the other. I mean, both, obviously, she's just trying to help, help her daughter out. Right. Um, and, and you just kind of feel terrible for her. Yeah. Obviously. It, it's it's rough enough to live in 2020 after an apocalypse. It's even worse to do so in, in the, you know, in, in her health condition, obviously. Yeah. So you, you feel for Regina. Or Regina. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, so they, she does look at the pills at one point. I, I That kind of slipped by me, but I, I know what you're talking about now. And um, I'm just wondering, you know, um, they don't have access to a lot, so she's probably got to take what she can get, right? Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, it's after the apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't subtitle um, it, right? You know, it's, it's whatever she can find, right? Right, right. And they didn't subtitle the um, the the German label, correct? Did they, what, what was it, though? I, it, it, I, I'm, I'm not familiar with yeah, it. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with it either, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not really sure, but... Um, yeah, I, that, that scene kind of slipped past me. Um, yeah. So, did you like when they, uh, when they, when Marta fills in the teenagers in 1888 about the alternate world and Magnus is like, what? 
I'm dead? That's bullshit. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm not dead. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Yeah, no, that scene was great. It, it was it was really good. Um, it, you know, <laughs> it's like, you're all going to die. It's like, no, we're, we're good. We're, we're alive. We, we survived. Like, especially when you know you survived an apocalypse, the last thing you want to hear is someone telling you that you're dead. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then only uh, the only thing that was worse was for Bartosh. Uh, he's like, wait, I'm a nerd now? I'm talking about Nostradamus? No. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's he's uh, completely different in yeah. the other world. I mean, uh, he really is. <laughs> I like him a lot better. I was talking about this in the other. I like I like the new Bartosh, the humbled Bartosh. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's totally um, completely different than he is in the other world, and much more like yeah. much more. Look who's turning the corner. All right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like you said, there's some things with like Adam and Martha in this episode where like Adam's he's different towards her, right? Or he's uh he's uh. He thinks that Adam sent her, right? He's he's getting aggressive with her. He's like, uh, he's like, if Adam sent you, you better not be. What, what's what's going on with this, Jer? Yeah, so um, Jonas is is trying to understand, right? Because he doesn't remember running into her, and she's like, look, I ran into Jonas, and he's like, well, if you ran into the younger version of Jonas, I don't remember it, so you must be talking about Adam, right? That, yeah. That that's that's kind of what he's inferring, right? I mean, that that's that's what he's getting okay. at. Okay. And it's, it's kind of scaring him because, like, you know, okay, if it's Adam, Adam's no good. You know, he's trying to undo what Adam's done. Or what he's, you know, he's trying to work against Adam because, you know, Adam shot the other Martha. Like, you know, it's it's uh, it's a tricky situation. He yeah. doesn't trust her. The entire episode, you can tell. He's just frustrated. Yeah. He doesn't want her being there. He, he, he just does not like her. Yep, and the producers and the creators, they put us in a tough position where we, we like Jonas, right? And then, but yeah. Adam, we, I, I don't, I can't like Adam, so I don't really know. I don't know how to reconcile yeah. that. You, you can't reconcile. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's really tough, um, and, and you just need to continue watching the show to see how it plays out, right? I mean, it, it's a motivating factor to watch more episodes to see how this all plays out, right? Yep, that, absolutely. Um. Okay, I do think in this episode I do have a favorite, uh, favorite like uh, portion of it, and I, I think I like the cat and Ulrich stuff the most. Um, sure. I was most interested, I think, in that, and um, we get the scene of Katarina at school, like uh, doesn't she, like I don't know, like wouldn't a teacher stop her? And like we have this woman without ID who's going around, uh, like she's been doing this for like three months. I feel like she's gonna be stopped at some point, right? <laughs> I think the one thing we've learned is that that school has no security. <laughs> Anyone can walk into any classroom and be just fine. Any adult can just walk in at any time and just do whatever they want. In it, both it, worlds. Anything goes in, in, in Wyndham High School. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a free-for-all. Yeah, that's the same in both worlds, too. <laughs> so that's yeah, funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Either, either world. Yeah. No security. Yeah. They just, anyone can do anything in that high school, Yeah. you know? Um, a great moment when Kat tells Hannah to keep her mitts off Mikkel and Ulrich. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is a great scene. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... <laughs> she, she still has disdain for the young Hannah, who's like 12 <laughs> years old, 13 or whatever she is. Yeah, and like Hannah's trying to be helpful. She's like trying to tell her like what happened to Mikkel and Ulrich and gives her some like key information. And it's funny how she just like realizes who she's talking to and uh, the message she delivers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, <laughs> it's a great scene. Yeah. It really is. And then you can kind of tell that Katarina kind of remembers it, right? Yeah. She kind of goes at one point, like, I remember this happening to me. 
for the younger version of herself. And, and, and so you're like, okay, this has all happened before. This is kind of the way things take place. And then you kind of wonder, is Ken Arena going to live out her days in the 80s then? Like, and, and you know, and then you kind of think, okay, you know, as the episode continues, she's going to find Ulrich. Ulrich's going to be 30 years older than her now, right? Yep. And are they going to live together? Are they going to kind of live out their time? And then are they going to try and avoid the younger versions of themselves? Are they going to, I mean, you know, how is that going to play out, right? And I don't know if Dark's going to necessarily go into that, but I kind of, I definitely thought. Yeah. I think I could have, like, you know, 12 seasons of the show and still be happy, but, you know, we're going to get a tight three, so that's okay. <laughs> you know what? We're not going to get any seasons that are going to be like, you know, strain us along. You know, no. we're getting to the good stuff. Yeah. And, 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 and I'd rather have three seasons that maybe they didn't touch on everything than have five seasons where that fifth season I was just kind of like, okay, just get to the good stuff. Yeah. Or, I'm, you know, I'm waiting on XYZ to happen. And then I finally get at the end of five or six or seven seasons, you know, uh, I'd much rather have it be three. That, that, at least that's, that's my personal opinion. Yeah. I think we're all in right now. Right. And, uh, that's, yep. that's, that's the best part of it. So, um, that's really cool. But, uh, we also have young Ulrich in that scene and, uh, he's got a broken nose, right. In, in this part. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And uh, I wanted to go back to what you said about, you know, Katarina remembering it. It's, like, one of the questions I have about the show, like, from season one is, don't these people remember, like, or, like, wouldn't Hannah, like, if she saw Mikkel, like, growing up, wouldn't she remember that's exactly what her husband looked like at the time? I don't know. Yeah, that's the one that really gets me. Yeah. Right? It, it, it is, um... I feel like, I mean, we're both married, right? Um, and, and I feel like if we saw a younger version of our wife, we would recognize them. Yeah. And I also feel like she remembers what he looked like in grade school. Yeah. Right? They were together like, in grade so school. Love yeah. and, like all the other stuff. So like when Nicole comes around and she's, they're at a party together, you know, although he's upstairs because he's sick with the measles, but. She, I mean, how can she not pick that up? How can she not think that's weird, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the one thing I always wondered, but, you know, I'll leave it alone. I, I, I like it, but uh, it is... I like the show too much to worry about that. Same here, you know, same here, so that's... Uh, but it, it's just, you know, something, if we're going to podcast about it, it could be brought up, so... Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, boy, you got to feel for Claudia's secretary. I'm just, like, looking through my notes and realizing oh. she, she comes into the story here. Man, it, you know... It, is she, you know, I, I don't know, understand why she's there that late, personally. I guess probably because Claudia's missing. Like, a lot of stuff has fallen on her. So you kind of feel even worse for her. She's working late. She's probably not used to working late, or she usually doesn't work late. And then all of a sudden, you see a light in that office. And then here's the really creepy part, right? If you think about it, she goes in and investigates her life. It's the, the middle-aged um, guy with the scar, Right, uh -huh. and then he's got the younger version of himself and the older version of himself. They're both in the room. Where are their flashlights? Well, I saw one flashlight. Are they just standing in the dark, <laughs> just waiting for the other one to do the dirty work? I mean, like, what, what what's going on there? Uh, it's just they're super creepy. They're super creepy. So creepy. They're so in sync, and uh, yeah, they're they've really got a vendetta against the nuclear power plant, is what I've realized like through the first two episodes because they attack Burn Doppler in the first one. He was kind of in yeah. charge. And then this episode, they go after the, the worker that's here. So, um, 
I'm wondering if that's going to continue. Maybe in every episode, are they going to be going after somebody who has ties to the power plant? So. Yeah, I mean, well, they're definitely doing something, right? Um, you know, they they burn the room in the first episode. Uh, they definitely have an initiative. That that much is for sure. And and I have absolutely no idea who this guy is. But what's interesting is because he travels with the older version of himself, he's invincible, right? <laughs> yeah. Because the older guy's right there. If if, if you think you could stop him, the, the middle aged one. Yeah, or even the young kid, you're wrong because the old guy's right there. Like, <laughs> yeah, he already has a future, and they talk about that, you know, in, in Dark. They talk about how, like, uh, Jonas tells Katarina that he can't go back and uh, save Mikkel because he already has a future. So, yeah. like you said, yeah, they do have, like, the plot armor, the invisibility, the invisibility cloak, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, yeah. they got it. Yeah. It's, I, I mean,. I, I don't, you know, I, like I said, I've, I've watched episode one, two, and three. Um, I don't know how you're going to stop. Yeah. Like, I, I genuinely, I, you know, I don't know unless you're going to put him in a cage or something like that. Even if you did that, wouldn't the old one would be like, hey, don't go for it. It's a trap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I have so many questions. In that cage. Like, you know, it, it, it seems like they're unstoppable. Yeah. And, and, you know, I want to learn more about them and I want to figure out who they are. And, and um, yeah, I'm really hoping that we get some answers there. Yep, yeah. No, I'm they're, uh, I'm so curious to know more about them. And, uh, yeah, n- nothing good from them so far. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we, we don't really – they certainly are doing something for a reason. Um, and, and we're, we're, you know, we're looking to find out what that is yeah. and, and learn more. They've right? got that Voler work ethic. Uh, you know, they're just, they're, they've they got are. It, they're the anti-Voler. Yeah. They're getting things done, but yeah. it's, it's, it's not good. Yeah, it's I a mean, chaotic. It's not good work. They're, they're, and, and they got those creepy sayings when they talk to people, and it's just, oh, man, it, they are bad news. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I, I need to know more about them. Um, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, is this the first time we see that it was Claudia who made kind of the, I don't know, I call it the vision board that Jonas finds in 2052? Like, uh, we see her yeah. put the pictures together. Like, and isn't that in, like, season one? Isn't that, like, kind of the opening, all these photos in the bunker? Yes. I, I, I think it, I mean, it's, it's, it's early on in season one where they show all the, the pictures and someone made that. And, yeah, now we do find out that's, that's Claudia putting that together. Yeah, no, that's really one. That's really awesome that uh, that they connect those dots. I like that. Um, and it's not nearly as sleek as a floor with a bunch of names on it that we see at the end of the episode. No, <laughs> like no, that was things, yeah, that was uh, quite the info dump that they left there. And uh, like Claudia thought she did really well with those pictures, but wait till you see this nice black marble floor with all these names on it. <laughs> She's, uh, she, you're just missing a few generations, uh, in, intersected with time travel, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know, you, you thought, she thought, you thought she did really well, and then all of a sudden, the end of the episode, you're just like, wait a second. She, you know, she's playing, uh, checkers, and, and someone else is playing chess, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, man, a lot of work to go into that marble carving, so. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, where do you think Katarina is? Is this, like, I... Is it like the German version of the CIA, like where she's uh, investigating, looking for Mikkel or something like that? I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, either the police station or, or you know, I, I think it's just their local police station. And the guy's kind of like, look, 
you know, it's he's with Child Protective Services, you know, don't, you know, if, especially for them, they don't want someone else saying that someone else is missing, right? I mean, they got enough missing people, but I guess you're right, because it's not people we recognize that tell her that, right? Yeah. I guess the only cop we knew from the 80s was Egon, though, and he's dead at this point. Yeah. So I, I think it is just the, the, the police station, and, okay. and there's no Egon, so we don't recognize anyone. Yeah. That's just the way it is, right? Yeah. And she's been barging in there for the last three months trying to figure out what happened to Mikkel. Right, and you're just tired of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, like, she can't ID herself. I mean, uh, I mean obviously, because she's not from that period, so... Uh, she right. did uh, assimilate with just like the coolest uh, jacket that I, I don't. Did you catch that like teal black? Uh, very cool eighties oh, jacket. Love it. Yeah. I, I mean, it is pure eighties, uh, and you know, I assume that's gotta be. Um, that's gotta be. Uh, what would it be? Um, the the what is her name? Conwell. Oh, uh, Enos's sweater. Enos. Yeah, that's gotta be Enos' stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe she's, so. She's yeah. got, it's not like she brought that with her, right? Yeah, she's got <laughs> like a new she wardrobe. Going to the eighties, yeah. So she's yeah, she's going through Enos' stuff and taking her best, you know, coolest <laughs> sweaters, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm upset, but I am wearing this rad sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look good when I go to the police station. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you gotta blend into the eighties. You gotta find your eighties attire, and yeah. that totally fits, right? Yeah. yeah. Hello, fellow kids. When she comes to school. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also see, we also, see, oh, she does find out about, or she wants to know Ulrich's name. Like, we, we're leading up to her finding out, like, that Ulrich's at the uh, psychiatric ward, and she's going to go visit him eventually. Right, yeah. right. Her, her intuition on the madman that escaped from the uh, insane asylum, being her husband, was correct. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That, that's good. You know, she's, she's kind of getting closer and closer. What's his name? And then, you know, you're just kind of like, okay, the next thing, she's got to be going to the psych ward, yeah. right? And sure enough, uh, that's where she ends up. And then, um, you know, you, you pick up that she, the woman she tries to get in through is, is her mom, right? Yeah. Let's finish um, out this Katarina thread. Let's talk about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and, you know, I feel like uh, we get another scene where the mom hits her over the top of the head. So she's a, she's a hard woman. Right, yeah. and she didn't seem like she was super nice to Katarina as a child, right, or, no. or as an adolescent for sure that we see, and so she she's gonna need to do some things in order to kind of get past her. Um, when she starts talking to her, and she's like, "Hey, it's my husband," and then you know her mom's just like, "Well, then you're one of those crazy women who like people who no one wants," you know that yeah. type of thing, and automatically starts dismissing her. Um, and, and, you know, she has to call out the necklace and St. Christopher, the patron saint of the travelers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a couple of things here, too. Like, you brought up how she, like, hit her over the head. Do you remember she had a black eye in season one after the um, after she had sex with Ulrich? I forgot about that. So she, yeah. she, she had a black eye, I, and it was... I do remember it. It was from her parents, um, is what it was insinuated at the time. So, I forgot about the, the fact that it was from the parents and not yeah. from Ulrich, and she was just kind of taking one for the team. I I do remember having the black eye, but I forgot that it was the parents. Yeah, and um, inferred. Yeah, and so like she's she's you know she's been going through this with her mom, and then um I think like they they show that Albers is her last name, Katarina Albers is her last name at the school scene, so that when we see yeah. Albers later on, because like we don't meet Katarina's mom I don't think in the first two seasons so yeah 
if, if we do, she's not a main character. She's she's kind of on the sidelines, right? And and, and then we automatically pick connected because we definitely see Katarina Albers, and then all of a sudden we see another Albers, which in this case is uh, Helen Albers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's that's kind of what we're rolling with, and it, it, you can make the connection right away, especially how she kind of stops her title. Yeah. Um, you look familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she eventually lets her in though, right? Uh, she yeah. lets Katarina in and, you know, we can talk about the differences between like how Katarina and uh, Hannah react. Like when they see Ulrich at two very different parts of their lives and yeah. Katarina wants to save Ulrich no matter what. And Hannah leaves him there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it's it, there's two different personalities there. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, he's a much different person though when he talks to Hannah versus when he talks to Katarina. Right? That's true. Katarina sits down at the table. He doesn't even look up. Right? I yeah. mean, he's just he is so depressed and downtrodden and just, just so sad after everything that happened. Um, he's just he's just kind of done. Yeah. Right? such a good actor to be able to like just portray all of that um you can tell like how much pain he has and like how even guilty he feels and uh just like his the lingering look he gives at the end to katarina is just like so chilling oh i mean and that was another one where i really i really felt it the second time i watched it yeah was was when the music is playing and he's kind of looking at katarina as she's walking away and like just such hopelessness you know and and you know but but just kind of like, you know, he, he conveys a look of like, you help me. Like maybe, we, you know, maybe I can get out of this. You yeah. know, I've been here for so long, you know. Find me um, some hope. It, it, it's such, it's wonderful acting. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. And I couldn't believe it wasn't um, the same actor. It's a totally different actor, which... Uh, is it really? It they, is. Yeah, the, the casting is on point. Yeah. Kudos, yeah. They, they, do, they yeah. do They do some uh, great casting. Yeah. Yeah, it's not not the same actor, which is. A really I assumed yeah. it was the same actor with like a, a gray wig. Yeah, yeah, they, Man, he they looks do, like him. They do a, they yeah. do a great job. Yeah, they really do. Um, so yeah, that that whole scene, I'm trying to think. So like, yeah, he's like playing chess by himself, right? And um, yeah. she comes up and tells him, uh, says Ulrich, and he finally looks up, and I don't know. It's nice. It's just nice to see Ulrich maybe have like a happy moment for once, or like something good happen to him. I don't know. Yeah, you would think, although it, it just seems like nothing good, you know, like, yeah. he's just kind of like, oh my god, you know, Katarina, you're here, you know, but at the same time, he's just kind of like, you know. It's too late, right? Like, it's too late, yeah. like, I'm old, yeah. like, you know, I, I tried to get Mickle, I did the best I could, and it didn't go well, and he almost conveys all of that without saying it, you yeah. know, it almost goes unsaid, but you just know that he's conveyed it to his wife, right, and, and how dire the situation is. Yeah. No, I, yeah, everything you've said, man, that's just, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, because Ulrich is, like, you know, not very sympathetic until, like, you see what happens to him. It's much like, you know, Theon in Game of Thrones when, like, you, you, you don't like this character, but then, like, when you see, like, the consequences, like, what actually happens to him and, like, what being tortured is like, it's like, ugh, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you wouldn't wish that by anyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he definitely goes through that. Yeah, yeah, so. For sure. Um, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I, I feel for him. Um, and then, I don't know, are we to, like, what are we supposed to read into like, the Katarina and her mom scene at the end, like, that she has an abusive parent? Is there something more to it than that? Um, it, and she has that traveler's coin, like, is she part of the bigger picture, you know? Yeah, 
I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, I really, I feel like the answer is no, and I think they're just trying to show that their relationship wasn't great. Yeah. And that she, I think they're just reinforcing that. I don't feel like there's anything more to the Traveler in St. Christopher's. Uh, the Traveler, you know, the the, the patron saint of Travelers. I, I don't feel like there's more to it, but I could be completely wrong. You know, by the end of season, by the end of season three, I might. Uh, you know, she might be a key component, but I, I, my gut is telling me that, that it's, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted you to take on that, too, because I, I wasn't sure. Um, I wasn't sure about that, either. Um, so that's kind of the Katarina storyline finishing up. And then yeah. um, we have... Uh, so do you want to go to... Let's go to 2020, maybe, the Claudia the Claudia storyline. Yeah. Um, so she's examining kind of like the cesium 137s. I think I got that right. The, <laughs> the yeah. thing, the time travel stuff, the dust, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Not my strong suit, the science, but, uh, she's, uh, recording the thing Jonas hears later. We talked about that. And then yeah. Peter and Ellie, like, um, when they're, they go to Hannah's house, right? Let's talk about this scene with Noah. Um, yeah. And you know, it's, it's creepy. Noah's following, young Noah's following them around and he has kind of a conversation with the dad. She has a quick conversation with, with Ellie, right? Yep. And there's a little bit of like, you know, there's a little bit of um, caring there in his eyes and, you know, where, you know, and then she asks him, like, where are you staying? Like, are you okay? You know, and, and, and he responds with the cave. Um, and you see her later on in the episode kind of like looking back at looking back at the conversation because it's written right mm-hmm. um and kind of replaying that so she's starting to kind of fall, fall for a young no right yeah Which she likes him we know that's gonna happen yeah and you know like it's got to be the case that like you're just hanging out with peter all the time right you just want somebody else to hang out with probably yeah yeah <laughs> and, and you wonder like part of me is like you know do you think Peter knows that that's, that, that, that Noah is going to become the other Noah. Is, is he aware of this? Because he kind of was like, don't ever, you know, don't be around us at all. Yep. And is he, is it because he understands that? I, I don't, I don't know. I would assume so, but I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Because he banished them from even hanging out. Uh, he, he's like, we don't want any part of you. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think he knows something about him. And then like he makes, What's the line where he tells Peter he's going to be killed? Am I? Was that Noah who said that? Yeah, it's young Noah goes yeah. to to Peter like, look, I'll be, you know, like, I know you care about her. I care about her too. When you die, I'll be the one taking care of her. You know, like that. That's essentially what he says. Yeah. Um, Extremely. And, and, you know, it's it's kind of tough for poor Peter. Yeah. Because it's like you know foreshadowing of. Hey, you know, you might survive the apocalypse, but something's coming for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm very worried for Peter right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, panic level. Good for, for, for the, the bearded Peter and yeah. the, the original world. Yeah, I guess the only thing that could uh, save him is that if uh, Jonas is on this divergent path, maybe maybe things will change, but uh, I don't know. Peter's in trouble. Yeah, he, yeah. he is. Yeah. Definitely in trouble. Yeah. Um, and then in the in the 80, 18, I was going to say the 80s, the 1880s, though, it's crazy, uh, the 1880s, yeah. um, we get Bartosh talking to Marta, right, and he kind of has given her kind of the info, what's happened, um, they traveled back, they didn't have control over it, they just ended up in 1888, and they yeah. can't get the nuclear fuel they need to power the device, uh, am I, do you think that's about it? I think that's about it, but what's really interesting is, 
so they go down into that like area with with the the room and it's a secret society and there's something that's really important that you know is, is important not to miss she says what is this and he he says this is a secret society although it seems like the blind tan house is the last member right so so apparently this was a big society and all of a sudden they dwindled down to nothing by the time 1888 goes around, right? Yeah. And I think that's important and, and to keep in mind, okay, are we ever going to see what it looked like in, in its heyday? Like, are, are we going to get to see that before 1888? You know, I, so that part of it was really interesting. I thought that was an interesting tidbit. And then obviously the main thing is Martha telling him, or, or uh, Martha telling him that Jonas is out. Because he, they didn't know that. That's right. right. They didn't know that. Yeah, he was surprised by that information. Um, so, I mean, uh, now Jonas is withholding that, and uh, that's going to cause mistrust within the group. So, be interesting to see where that goes from here. Yeah, and obviously, well, that's the thing. With Martha now, it, are things not going to turn out the way they turned out before? Right? Because we know in the other versions... They all are aligned, right? We've seen Magnus and Fran with Adam, right? Yep. And, and they're all together. They're, they're, they're clearly working towards the same goal when you see them in the past or in other previous seasons. Has that changed because of this Mark or Martha? Yeah, I, I, I really don't, I don't know. It's got me so confused. We don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. <laughs> yeah. Um, or if, if it hasn't, if this always happened this way, how does he get them back? How does he win them over now that they don't trust him? And, and, and rightly so. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Um, you got 33 years to work with, so maybe maybe time yeah. could heal it. But, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Because, um, like, I, and you've seen the next episode, but, like, I'm just saying I haven't. So I'm just, like, thinking, like, are we going to see that discontent between them in the next episode? And I, I bet we will. And, like, you know, we've seen Bartosz and Jonas argue before and fight before. And, um, yeah. you know... I think like coming up, we can talk about the family tree a little bit because I think that'll have implications as well yes. uh, on the discussion we're having. So um, I think like the only thing we didn't really go into detail about on the episode before we get into the family tree is a, we, there's the scene where we, we touch on it, but like Chauncey picks up um, Regina yeah. and gives her a ride and she has to be let out early. I did wonder, where do you I think she's... Say, we should probably talk a little bit about Chauncey and Regina yeah. before we get into the family Let's do tree, that. Right? Let's do that. Yeah. And, and I think... Um, I, I think there are some really interesting scenes. The scene with the car uh, is really interesting, but what's what's very interesting, at least from my standpoint, is, okay, Regina doesn't understand that you're her father. You randomly pick her up at a bus stop. And obviously, Regina's gone from probably driving around in a nice car with Claudia because she's running the power plant to waiting for the bus. So obviously, she's taking a, a, you know, just in a different situation. So that is a nice to give her a ride, but there's no sort of like, how are you doing? Your mother has disappeared. Like none of that happens. It's more so, did you remember talking to me about, about me? <laughs> yeah. Did, how about me? That, do you know where she's at? Did she ever talk about an old woman coming to her? Like there's no sort of like, how are you doing? You've lost your mind. Like, <laughs> you know, like there's no caring for her at all in my mind. I mean, did you feel that way? That's how I felt. No, I didn't think that she was caring. Like he's like you said, he, she just said, he has no tact in this in this time period, and Claudia, um, you know, Regina lost Claudia and Tron, uh, Egon on the same day, 
So I was wondering, where does she even live at this point? Um, we know she's with Alexander at the end of the episode, but she's she's still just a teenager, right? I mean, where um, yeah. I'm, I'm I just I'm wondering, and maybe it's not something that the story's going to go into t- uh, into depth about, but I was wondering where where she even was staying because this is such a you know monumental shift in a young person's life to lose your guardians like that. So um, yeah, I feel I, for. Her. I think that uh, Alexander just kind of moves in on it and. And then it kind of goes from there, right? And they end up getting married, and they're just, you know, young people living together yeah. at that point. Yeah. And, and I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, that car ride was, was really interesting. And, and, you know, it's just clear he's so focused on Claudia. And and then all of a sudden, you find out that he survived. Where was he this entire time? Yeah, I don't know. The apocalypse? Yeah. He, he comes out of nowhere, right? Yeah. My only thought is that he knew Claudia so that he, he must know about time travel so that he must have found some way to do it or Claudia filled him in, something something like that. Because that was, I mean, I've watched um, a couple of episodes, right? That so far, up to this point, the most shocking thing I've yeah. seen, right? Is when he comes and you're like, wait, it's like, Tronchi survived and now he's going to kill Regina? Like, yeah. you're like, what? what is going on? Like, yeah. it's completely out of left field. And, and I don't understand the motivation there, but I also don't understand Tronti at all because we just haven't seen enough. Of yeah, no, I, I, I was trying and I was just like, no, 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 no. And I, you could tell it was going to happen right away. And yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I need to know more about him too. And, uh, you know, it's kind of the excuse for everybody, right? Is that like, it's part of the plan. <laughs> like, they always kill people yeah. because, like, and then they have the built-in excuse, like, well, Noah told me to do it, or Adam told me to do it, or Claudia told me to do it. So, um, you know, I mean, we'll see how it all ties together at the end, and yeah. ho- hopefully it works. I feel so bad for Regina. <laughs> um, I do, too. Yeah. I, I totally do. Yeah. I mean, she's she's certainly a, a tragic character in the show. Yeah. Right? And, uh-huh. and you, you feel terrible for her, and... Um, you know, it, it's, it's sad to see her go. Because, uh, you know, surviving an apocalypse, I, you know, I'm certainly rooting for her. Yep. You know, and, and then to see that kind of end, uh, it was sad. Yeah, and in the other world, she she's not even alive uh, in 2019. She's not alive there either, so she's, she's out. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, unless we get an alternative universe where everyone kind of survives and it's all kind of happy and, and, you know, what everyone's kind of alluding to, um, she's kind of out. And, yeah. and you kind of feel really sad as a result because yeah. um, she's, she's a likable character, um, you know, for, for many reasons. And at every, every point in time, even the one part where um, Ulrich goes to her and she's at the hotel doing her job and, and she fights back against him. And it's, it's a great scene, but, you know, she really wins you over there. Yeah. Um, and, and to see her go, it's just very sad. Yeah, I mean, her, Egon, and Alexander all really grew on me throughout the series. Um, yeah, and I think and Egon for sure. Yeah, I mean, he he really grows on you. You get to see him at various points in his life, and yeah, oh, I totally agree. Yeah, I feel bad for Egon. Yeah, um, yeah. and then Alexander, like, I know he's this like, uh, he's got something in his past. Obviously, like, he's done something. He's from a right from a place, but he's like probably the most supportive husband on the show, which is you know. Yes. Dan- Damning with faint praise, but I, he doesn't seem to be cheating. No, right? I mean he he seems to be very faithful to her, and he seems to be like as much as what he did before when he was young was probably bad, and we don't get to see it. It kind of happens off screen. At the same time, you you feel like he's a good guy, 
yeah. when you watch this, and, and he's trying to do his best. Yeah. For some, you know, for a lot of these in, in these, you know, odd situations. Yeah, that's some background I'd love more. And like, I'd actually love to see like the Alexander backstory um, and what yeah, happened I to agree. get him here. I think they probably have to do it at some point, but um, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see that scene. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'll get there, but I would love to see it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, should we talk family tree? Yeah, give me, give me one second. I just gotta close yeah. the door. In my room. Absolutely. So I'm gonna let. Uh, if you don't want to know anything about the family tree, totally get it. Uh, we're gonna start talking about it here. So if you want to drop out, um, we'll pick it up next episode. But we're going to talk about the family tree, some of the implications we learned about in there. So thanks for stopping by. Um, and uh, Jerry, ready? How you doing? You ready to yep. talk ready about? Yep. Ready to go. Ready to go. Right. I, I close the door and I'm I'm ready to talk family tree. Okay. So they've been warned. And Jerry has uh, you. You're looking at it, right, Jerry? You have the family tree. I have a, yeah. So I, I'm at my work setup. So that means I have a, a computer to one side and a big screen to the other side. Um, so I, I can kind of multitask and do whatever I need to do. And on my big screen, I have the family tree. So what I did when I watched the episode is paused it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sure a lot of people did. And I went right up to like, walked up to my, my computer, you know, my TV and just like looked at it, you know, just really for a good 10 minutes. Um, just trying to figure out like, do I know all these people? Do I know every name? Uh, a couple of notes that I have from it is, uh, I think it's, it's funny, but the longest line in both of these is going to be Egon with Hannah. So, so when, when they light the cigarette and they kind of flirt a little bit in season two, right? Uh-huh. And I think you, you talked about it maybe on one of our previous pods or, or on one of your recaps, but they definitely get together, right? Yeah, they have a baby, yeah. They uh-huh. have a baby. Uh-huh. And th- you have her name on there? Yeah, so her name is... Um, Celia? Celia? Some, yeah. yeah, I think Celia. And, um, okay, can I ask you something about this? Okay, because yeah. you bring up Celia. Did you know, I think that's the name of the girl in the future who's kind of like Ellie's translator. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that either. I don't know how I would know it from the show, but I think in the, I think people have said, like, and, like, it's been in the casting, right? Like, if you look for, like, season two, like, who what's her name? I think it said Celia um, on there, and like this has been like discussed online, like the name Celia. So, I I don't know how we would have known that from the show. So I'm sorry if I'm speaking out of school here too. Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I get you. Um, I, I yeah, I don't I don't know. A couple other things that that I uh, that I thought were interesting. Um, there's two people who show up twice in either side, right? Those two people are one, uh, Hanno-tober, which if you kind of study things, that's Noah, right? Okay. And then the other one is Tronti. Tronti shows up twice in, in, in both sides. Okay, interesting. Um, which is interesting. I, I just thought that was... The other thing is that what feeds into the Infinity sign is Agnes and Tronti, yes. which is kind of interesting as well. So, so you wonder, are they going to be part close to where the knot happens that they've been kind of referring to? I, I don't know. Um, but that was interesting. Um, and then, obviously, the, the the big reveal of who are Agnes and Tronti's, or who are Agnes and Hanno-Tober, which is Noah's parents, and you find out it's Bartos and 
um, and, and Celia. Celia right? Yeah, Egon and Hannah's kid, right? So Egon and Hannah's kid. So and e- then you're like, how does the timeline work out, right? How does that come together? And then more importantly, he gets killed, right? In yeah. The past. By, by his son. Yep. That's the biggest revelation. I'm like, oh my yep. God, even his son killed him, right? Yeah. And is that why Agnes is so upset? Because uh, and Agnes shoots Noah then, right? Because uh, yes. because maybe that ha- that's what happened, right? Um, it, it certainly could be. That yeah. would make a hundred percent sense. Yeah. Well, so it's so crazy. So uh, yeah. So like breaking it down. So Egon and Hannah have the kid, and then Bartosh marries Celia. And they have Agnes and Noah. It's just so crazy. And then that means like Jonas and Bartosz are related. Everybody's related. Like that's just like the main takeaway. Yeah. Um, It's uh, and it's so like you said about Trant. um, Trant like seems to be like the big mystery figure here, right? Like he's um, and and we talked about it. Like he's not a huge part of the show. Like in season one or two, and now it seems like the whole mystery is like who is Trant's father. Am I right? Like that's like one of the mysteries on the on the the tree, right? Yeah, he there's he's only connected to people that he has children with. There's no one above him, right? Okay. So so you you have him with with Jana and you have him with Claudia and that's where he shows up on either side. Not Agnes. So like, cause Agnes brought him to Winden, right? Well, I guess yeah, you're right. It, Agnes is above him and one of the but no father. There. Right near the infinity sign. Yeah. It's Agnes going down to him, but we don't know who the fuck. Right, is. right. Right. So that's going to be, um, like, that does seem like it's the, like, it's the kind of the knot, right? It's the infinity loop or whatever. It's going to be the connection, yeah. maybe. And remember, so, tr- what, what's, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, Brian, but uh, the one thing that I thought was really interesting is most times family trees, they start out at the top when you go down, and it's like, <laughs> You know, you're going kind of through time as you go from top to bottom. This one goes up, it goes down, it goes left, it goes right. I mean, it's like shoots ladders. Yeah. It's really... <laughs> no, the lines are crazy. Yeah, I know. They go uh, from the bottom to the top and back to the bottom. And, uh, yeah, I just... Yeah, I, I paused it and I looked at... I think I looked at it for like two minutes and I was just like... Just like shouting and uh, just like looking at it, trying to figure it out. And then like I see these lines and... When I saw the Bartosh Agnes Nielsen connection, I was just like, "No, that's not true. That can't happen." Like I was just like not believing it, even though like the evidence was right there, on the show for me. It's just uh, and that like obviously can happen in the show. We've seen so many examples of it. So, uh, but it's uh, I really liked. I just loved how they revealed that. Um, they wanted us to look at it and pause it, right? I think so. Yeah. I I, I mean, there, there's no doubt in my mind that they didn't want us to to look at that and study it. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have done it otherwise. And what's funny is, like, you know, leading into the season, I had looked up other family trees that people had created on their own, you know, or just kind of links. And, you know, what's funny is they kind of almost feel like that they, like, saw people getting excited about it and creating their own trees. And they're like, no, let me just show you the, the, what, <laughs> what exactly you should do, right? <laughs> That's here's, cool. Here's yeah. what actually is, you know, yeah. which is kind of, I thought it was really neat. Yeah, no, that's, that's amazing. And, um, I, can I bring up Tronte again? Do you remember in the yeah. in season two, he had the cigarette burns on his arm when he came? I think that's season two. It might be season one. But he has the cigarette burns on his arm or some burns on his arm um, as a kid, as a child. Yes. And yes. and Agnes, she she did mention that she was married, I think, to a preacher or a pastor. And at the yes. time, I thought that would be Noah, right? Because Noah's the only priest in the show we know. But... Right. It's not. That's her brother. 
I mean, not that it's stopping Wyndham. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, could and so like in the first episode of the season, Peter's a pastor in the other world, and yeah. is that gonna be something? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know. I I think it's just one of those things where I guess maybe Bartosh ends up becoming a pastor. Yeah. You know, and and being religious and and that type of thing and um. You know, it, it just makes so much sense when we see that because isn't Bartosh the one that Noah recruits in season one? Yeah, right? that makes sense. That's He's his dad, right? A version of his father and yeah. helping him out, like that all kind of jives. Right? Yeah, I just can't believe Bartosh is such a key figure. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he totally is. Yeah, um, it, and then you know, one other thing I took away from it is at the top. The top uh, right hand corner, left hand corner, all the tan houses. Okay. And I just feel like, you know, we know a lot about HG, but the ones above, we've learned a little bit about the blind guy, and we've seen, you know, a little bit about some of them, but we, I don't know nearly enough, and I want to know more, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, the tan house is definitely a weak part for me. I think I need to study that a little bit more. As I watched, I, yeah, I just, I, you know, I just want to learn and understand more about that part of the tree for sure. Yeah, and uh, he obviously uh, adopts Charlotte at some point, or yep. he's the grandfather of Charlotte, uh, the grandfather in quotes it is. But um, yeah, it's, uh, and you know, we have that scene. I we we talked about it a little bit the scene with Charlotte and Ellie, and uh, they're in the fifties too, and like, just like what a crazy time not that they're all connected it you know absolutely yeah. and you know what's really interesting there is they're both mothers they're mothers to each other yep and they say something that a mother would tell a daughter right don't worry it'll be okay you know something comforting and it's um it's elizabeth telling that charlotte and, and it's it's just a really cool scene yeah um and, and you know you, you really want to see what happens there yeah um it's certainly interesting, and it was nice to get confirmation that Charlotte got pulled through, right? Yes, and definitely. And she's alive, and she's in 2050... Yeah, 50X. Yeah, the, um, yeah, 50X. But, but what I want... Uh, I guess it's just... I guess we just have to take it at face value that just it's random, right? That portal's going to be random, because Jonas didn't get brought to Helg. He got sent to the future, and Helg got sent to 87, and yeah. so I guess maybe it's just random and like Bartosh said they didn't mean to end up there but it just happened it just happens yeah so um, I guess you know no, no tight rules with the god particle it just uh, yeah. no the yeah. god particle is kind of a, a, a wheel of, of destiny yeah you spin yeah. the wheel and who knows where you go right I mean yeah that's true yeah um, I was saying in the other like the, they should, I wish in the other world that they didn't even have like numbers uh, as the year to just to totally mess with Jonas. Like, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be cool to see. I mean, do you think there will be like transfer more more people traveling between worlds? Well, I, you know, I I think there has to be. Yeah, it's not gonna work out, right? Bartosh yeah. and um. And, and, and seem like she's going to be a child in the 50s, right? And Bartosh is in 1888. So yeah. he's got to go forward at some point. Yeah. He's got, Bartosh has got some work to do. Yeah. He's got some things to do, yeah. right? I mean, that's for sure. And the other part that's really interesting, in the world without Jonas, somehow Hannah goes back in time in that one too and still hooks up with Egon? 
that's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, no matter what, the same things happen, which is so so wild. And I guess, oh, I forgot too that um, Eve comes in at the end. I, I marked, marked, like, I, did you have that realization where, like, I, I don't know, I, I felt, like, even stupid, like, when I was thinking, I was like, oh, she's Eve, of course, like. Yeah, like, he's Adam, I get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, that, yeah. Was, uh, that was kind of, yeah. yeah. And I know that's what episode three is called, Adam and Ava, so I, I mean, yeah. they're, they're going to hit us over the head with that, but. They're going to they're gonna dig in more into that one. Yeah. Uh, one thing that was interesting, um, and I don't know if they did this on purpose or not, but Hannah is pregnant with Ulrich's child in the alternative universe. Uh-huh. And there is no kid. Child. Right. I, I I noticed that, too. There's no kid. It's not there. Yeah. That that child is not listed on that family tree. Yep. So, I mean, that, that doesn't bode well. No. I mean, that's I mean, sad. And I don't know if that's just an omission. They couldn't fit it. Yeah. You know? But it seems like they got enough black marble floor for it. <laughs> or never heard of to be in there. But, yeah. Um, but definitely omitted, right? Yeah. So if it didn't happen in the original world, maybe it just can't happen there. And the apocalypse is supposed to happen in three days, I think, uh, Marta said at the end. Oh, good point. So I, 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 I've, for, I've forgotten that the apocalypse was happening shortly thereafter. So it just means she's not going to survive. Right? right. Now, she escaped the apocalypse but, in the original world. She has to in order to go back to have the child be gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like... I'm just fascinated to how the time travel stuff is going to work in the other world. I think that's the thing. I just don't know what's going to happen with that yet. And I think it will happen, but um, I, I can't wait to see how they bring that in. That's what I'd say about that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting. That, that's for sure. Yeah. But I, I they did this. I really, really thought that that was cool. I like how they saved it until the end of the episode. And, and I thought it was a good, you know, it was a nice reveal. Yeah, it really was. Um, and then... You know, everybody's going to be buzzing about it, sharing their theories or, uh, you know, talking about it. I'm glad we got to talk that through. That was fun. Yeah. So, um, all right, Jared, anything else from the episode? No, we've, we've gone through it, but that the, the the family tree, man, that is just unbelievable at the end. There. It's, yeah, it, I mean, it's yeah. such an exciting part. Yeah. Uh, it's a cool scene, you know, and it's obviously cool that it's, it's Noah, quote-unquote Adam, right? And then it's Martha, quote-unquote, Eva, Eva, right? Yep. And they're looking at the tree together. Um, one is young, one is old. It's just a very cool scene. Yeah, it really is. So um, I'm really excited to see the next episode now and see where it goes. And sad that I only have six episodes left. It's a bummer. So <laughs> well, we just we, we all we gotta do is just enjoy every episode, yeah. and try and take it all in, yeah. and um, you know, and 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 you know, go from there and continue talking about it and and analyzing and. And enjoying, right? Yep. Yeah, and I guess it's it's an endless cycle, so I could just start over and be on the same path again and again. So. <laughs> well, the beginning is the end, and the end is the beginning, right? You know, I've heard that somewhere. Uh, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Um, all right, we'll wrap this up here. Thanks so much yep. uh, for sticking around and listening to the end. Uh, you can get in touch with the show a few different ways. You can write to us at wakeupwinden at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at WakeUpWinden. And uh, thanks for your support. Uh, Have a good day. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye.